Alicia. And this is Rafa. And this is What Does It Feel Like to Make a Connection with an Animal? We're back. Yay, we've been on hiatus. We've had a few technical difficulties. I'm trying to work on a new studio for us. And in the midst of that, I pulled out my back and I've been laying in bed with a eating Uh pad. Well, I'm sure everyone has been waiting to hear from us. I'm glad that you're up to par and can do this today. Oh, thank you. So how I came up with this um, idea for this segment, for this episode is uh, the other day I was driving in my car and all of a sudden I see like in the corner by my mirror, I look and I see something moving and I just, I don't know, I'm on edge lately. I kind of jump. I'm like, oh my God, what is that? And I look and it's this little lizard. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want him to fall. He'll die. Like something's going to happen. So it was just freaking out. He's like jumping all over the place, hanging on for dear life. And then finally I'm like, I can't, I can't watch this. Cause I kept, you know, it was so distracting seeing him like grabbing on, you know, as I'm driving, I'm like, I don't want anything to happen to this little lizard. So I pull over and I kid you not, I am not lying when I say this, he runs over to right where, and I have a picture I'll post it on Instagram. He runs right over to the mirror window, right where I'm at. And he puts his little claw up and is staring at me, like save me. I'm not kidding. And he wouldn't leave. He was right where my face was. It was the weirdest thing. And then he would walk back and come right back there with his hand. So I was like, get down, jump down, jump down. And he finally jumped off and I was able to proceed. But it was the freakiest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I'm like, this guy is telling me, save me, save my life. It's either that or he was thinking, if I was big enough, I'd probably eat you. Oh, my God. Well, I wasn't rolling down the window or anything because I really don't. <laughs> That's so cool that, that you had a moment, though. He was like, ah! I had a total moment. I felt like he was talking to me. Save me. Save me. So... You know, we love our animals. I've had animals my entire life. Um, I was kind of an animal fanatic as a kid. I just am always talking to them, singing. You know, when I was little, I'd sing to my cats and dogs. <laughs> it was a little weird, but, you know, they loved it. And they always wanted to hang out with me and everything. So uh, do you have any animal connections you can tell us a story about? Oh, I had several. I don't know where we would start. I mean, you know, I, I, I guess I just call them pets, right? But, you know, there are times when you go out as, you know, somewhere else and you connect with an animal, whether it's at a petting zoo or at an actual zoo, you know, that type of thing. But do you remember the cow at Mickey's birthday land, Starland? It had, they called her Minnie Moo. I had a I connected with her once. She's got bad breath, though. She was oh like, God, yeah, I think myself and Eeyore decided to pay her a visit. And I think she thought Eeyore looked like a cow and she started to kiss Eeyore. And I was like, whoa, get some breath on you, Minnie Moo. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how are you, little cutie? Come visit me anytime. <laughs> So that was probably like the strangest one I've ever had. But, you know, when you have a pet, you know what it's like, whether it's a bird or a a dog or a cat, there's always a bond there, right? I've had a dog, always had dogs in my house. And at one point or another, they would sleep, you know, in my bed. Um, I remember one time my dad um, got a cockatoo that I've never seen my dad connect like that with an animal that was like his best friend. Like he was always on his shoulder and go mow the lawn. 
Um, he the lawn with him. That's funny. Yes, he would ride his shoulder and run oh, and mow the lawn with him. God. It was the craziest thing. My dad loved that bird so much that when he passed away, he cried. So you know, it was the saddest thing. I've never seen my dad cry like that. I was like, okay, well, this he really got broken over this yeah. this bird. And they say those um, cockatoos live to like they're eighty, but they do behave like a toddler. You know, so like very responsive. Like a toddler, I'm just kind of curious. Just like, like they have like the mentality of like a five year old. Okay. You know, you know, like the capacity, like the way they interact and and how they engage, type of thing. Um, yeah. No, I I've always been a big animal person my entire life. Um, I remember my dad brought home um, two little black kittens, one for me and one for my sister. So my sister, I named the kittens Puddin and Pie. And pie was mine. And <laughs> I, I that's so like, southern. Teach <laughs> some tricks, like to give you kisses, and just always with. So when pie decided to have her, because uh, we didn't get her um, fixed right away, she got pregnant, and then decided to have her kittens on my bed. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Yeah. So I think, but you know what that means? I mean, she trusted you, like she felt yeah. safe around you. That's yeah. when they do that. Yeah. So I felt like that's a pretty big connection. Mm. So Come to think of it, that, that makes me think of my cat that I had um, when I lived in my older house. Um, my mom, I remember I, I used to work graveyard shift. And I woke up one morning and I, and I stepped outside. I went to go have a cigarette and my mom had like this cat, this mangy yellowy cat in this wire cage. And I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's this new cat a neighbor gave me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, please take her out of that cage. And my mom did. She listened to me. That poor cat was so yellow. It was gray and, and yellow. It was supposed to be gray and white, like a long hair. Oh. And um, and uh, I, I think she was afraid that I was going to run away. But I'm like, let her out of the cage. And my mom, I think, gave her a bath. Let her out of the cage. Like, gave her a bath. And she started to hang around. And I, I made sure there was food nearby my I had like a sliding glass door out into a garden and she hung around and I've had her for years and she, I've had her for, she had two litters with me, but the first litter was pretty crazy. I witnessed the birth right away. And I'm thinking like, it was like two in the morning and she showed up in my bedroom. That's why I said yeah. she felt safe and she had the kittens in my bedroom. And I remember the first one came out. It's like an alien. The first yeah. one came out and she started spinning in circles like WTF what's yeah. going on back there. And the little kitten hit the leg of my coffee table. And I remember thinking, I remember thinking, I'm not going to keep that one. That one's damaged. <laughs> but I did keep, I did keep one kitten and, um, and, and um, donated the other ones to people that really wanted the kittens. And, uh, and she got another litter real fast, like before the other ones weaned and I got her fixed right away, but I kept a mother and daughter for many, many years. Yeah. They're cool. They were cool. They were very cool. Yeah, cats. We had, um, both put in and pie had kittens at the same time. So we'd eight little kittens um, running around our house. Crazy. I and love that. You call them put in pie. That cat, which was oh, our baby was the best cat ever. He was, I would drive by our house. Like if I didn't stop, but he knew the sound of my car, he'd run down the driveway. And mm-hmm. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> like, why are you driving by the house? So, oh my God. Was a dirty cat. Like I was like, his name should have been Gus. Like I could see yes. it. A real human. He just reminded me of a Gus. Like he would probably have like a white, a white t-shirt on and it'd be filthy. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, okay. 
what, yeah. what are you looking at? Yeah, yeah, I guess it. Mine was, um, so this one, her name was, um, I think her name was Patches, but it didn't suit her. So I kept calling her Patsy and she was very responsive for it, Patsy, because I thought from like Ab Fab, she was a badass, you know? Yeah. And her daughter, I named her, um, she was the only uh, black kitten out of the litter. So um, I called her Pandora, like Pandora's oh, box. And she was very quiet and stealthy. But Patsy was a badass. I remember um, we had a bird feeder in the backyard, like a good six feet high on a pole. And I remember um, just sitting in the garden watching her and she was eyeballing a male, a young male cardinal at the bird feeder. And she was doing like the National Geographic, I'm going to get you. And I'm looking at her and I'm thinking she'll never make that. And um, it was like watching it in slow motion. I'll never forget it. She went from underneath uh, the bird feeder leapt like a good six and a half feet in the air, went from underneath it. So the bird didn't see her like a, and did like an air Jordan and snatched that bird and then took off. And this was like a second, but I saw it happened in slow motion. And I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) trying to chase her around the yard. No. And I felt guilty. Like, Oh, we're trapping birds for her. And so I had to put the bird feeder a lot higher, but, um, that was the first time when I thought she was a badass. The second time, um, my sister brought over her pit bull and my two cats were just lounging like nothing. And this pit bull was very clumsy and came barreling in the room and went after Pandora and Pan- chased her underneath my bed. And then Patsy just came in like, and then started boxing, to, started fighting with the pit bull and scratching. Yeah, get away from my daughter, like Sally Field. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of kicked the pit bull's ass it was pretty funny and um yeah we have a puppy right now um we have a six-month-old golden doodle puppy and she is crazy (laughs) yeah crazy yeah so we have a cat and, and she'll see the cat come out and she's like this is what i'm gonna chase her and my cat's like uh uh and she <laughs> back at her, which I'm glad because you know it gets Phoebe to back down because she yeah. thinks she sees the cat. Oh, it's time to play with her. Yeah. So I'm that's pretty cool. Yeah, she's been really sweet. It's been a lot of fun, like getting to know her personality. She's uh really loving and affectionate, but definitely still in the puppy stage. And I've been training her to like sit, stay, come. And then I've taught her to ring a bell to go outside to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And if I take her out to go to the bathroom, I say, go pee pee. And she pees right away. Oh, wow. She's getting there. She's smart. Out process. So that's been easy. Mm-hmm. She's super smart. I love golden doodles. It's my favorite breed. I'll never have another type of breed again. So I'm going to share another um, animal. My grandmother was all about birds. Yeah. So like she would even take leftover rice and feed the pigeons in our we had a, a giant driveway that can fit like eight cars. And she would take like leftover rice and just throw it out there. Like she's in central park and all these pigeons would be like, you know, yeah. and she just had a special spot for, for animals in general, but I've seen her nurse birds back to health. And, um, she would always keep a pair of doves, white doves in, in her home so as a little boy. And she would give us um, the eggs, I guess, so she didn't want them to propagate. She would give us the little tiny eggs and like take nail polish and, and paint designs on them and give them to us like little eggs, like little painted eggs. I thought it was cute. It was very different. 
I don't know why they it would only last for like an hour. And then we drop them and then they're like, Oh, it broke. We dropped the egg. But I just thought it was very thoughtful, but yeah, she was big about animals, but I, I, I admired um, how she would uh, nurse a bird. I remember she had one injured bird that she brought from the backyard and I think had an injured wing. So what she would do, she would like manhandle this little bird, open its mouth and pour seed, like force it to eat, like to make sure it was getting nutrition. Yeah. So she yeah. definitely got away with birds. Like she felt yeah. comfortable. She wasn't afraid. Mm-mm. No, because they grew up on a farm. You know, they had, you know, chickens and, and yeah. cows and stuff like that, that, you know, they were, she was very familiar in, in, in that aspect, but yeah, she was, she knew how, she definitely knew how or had her way with birds, which I thought was very interesting. Oh my gosh. That's my dream to like live on a farm with some chickens and a cow. I'd love to have like a mini meal. I've always wanted a cow. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever milked a cow before? No, I think I might have a long time ago, but I don't remember. <laughs> but I, do. I would definitely remember milking a cow. I've never done it, but I <laughs> on a kid's trip to like the petting zoo or something, you know, when they're like, okay, everybody give it a try. And I was oh, nervous to do it, like, my personality. I always get some like petting zoos. My experience is it's always either like resting bitch face goats. That's all I would get. Like, oh, okay, and goat. No. And now they would try to like chew your shirt off. It was so weird. Anything, any loose article of clothing they would chew on. It was a yeah, no, that's so true. And then their poop smells. They, you know. I, I had this one story. I was at my mom's church and there was some feral kittens outside. And all of a sudden I look and I see, and this is to talk about how smart animals really are birds. Mm-hmm. So I looked, I was watching the feral kittens. I looked off in the distance and I see this hawk stalking and it was just about to fly down and swoop down and get the kitten. So I scared the oh, kitten wow. away. And guess what? The hawk got so pissed off. He like swooped down at me. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, really came close. Like I ducked, but he would have gotten <laughs> me if I didn't duck. I was like, oh my gosh. Coming by was pissed. You were getting in between him and his meal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you're not going to those kittens. I don't care. You know? Oh, my God. You know, it's interesting. Um, You know, oh, I just maybe you just made me think about my friend. Um, He's got a um, an obnoxious dog named Bailey. He's one of these old, um, one of those hyper dogs um, that jump up around a lot. Jack Russell. Oh, Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, He's got an old Jack Russell. He's an elderly Jack Russell. He's a little fat. And he's got this like little snaggle tooth that sticks out. (laughs) And his name is Bailey. And he always has this barking problem. He barks incessantly. And (laughs) my friend got him a a shock collar to kind of shock him to keep him from biting. And that doesn't work. That I'm glad that he went through that. You shouldn't do that to animals. But I think Bailey still continued to bark and zap his neck like that, that that he kind of got a little raw in his neck. He had to take him to the doctors, the vet, and they kind of he got a little scabby there. So he shaved his neck and he just looked like a Frankenweiner. That's all I have to say. He looked like a Frankenweiner. <laughs> but he was unfazed. He was unfazed. What's that? My friend, like, I think they bought it for their dog, but then they're like, I'm going to try it on myself first. And once they try and they it, should <laughs> see what that feels like. <laughs> now, um, but you know what? Selfie's like, no way, I'm not putting it on my dog. <laughs> So my partner has this tabby. Uh, her name is Miss Tilly. And she's as sweet as can be. She's an outdoor cat. 
and um, she kind of runs the roost in the backyard. But um, she has this habit that she wants to get close to you. And then she wants to lay on your foot. Like she'll literally put her ass on your foot. It's the weirdest, but she'll like lay, like she'll like, like lay out like, hi, I'm here. And then her ass would be right on, on, on the tip of your foot. And do you remember last summer, I was doing all of these live Facebook videos about butterflies hatching and everything. Yeah. And I don't know if you witnessed it, but I was talking about the butterflies and the chrysalis and how cool they are. And you'll hear like a big rare in the background. That's because I didn't know she was down there and I stepped on her foot. Because <laughs> that's what she'll do. She likes to, you know, put her wormy ass on my foot. That's what my partner calls her wormy, wormy ass. But she's just, she's scared. she probably needs a shot. <laughs> she's always outside. <laughs> so funny. But um, yeah, I, yeah, it's easy. If you're an animal person, it's easy to connect with an animal. I've I've always been easy to bond with animals. You know, oh, whether yeah. it's cat, yeah. dog. Like it's like another level. Like when you really, mm. um, like I definitely think there's more intelligence there than. What oh, was for sure. They're thing. mammals. They're mammals. Come on. I mean, well, except for the birds, they're like descendants of the dinosaurs. But yeah. <laughs> well, too, I watched this this one woman's like taught her dog like 150 words and the dog can literally go she has like words down on the ground and, and it can press the button by the word so it can say oh. love you or mom food mom what? Food. that's uh, crazy yeah so you think if you if it's just connecting it's connecting with them and knowing what they want i mean that's i'm sure you know my dog barks at the uh the refrigerator for ice <laughs> Is it like a treat for her? Like you give her, you give yeah, her ice? Her ice. She loves ice. So, you know, she's a toddler right now, like a crazy toddler. So I'm like, it's so funny. Anytime I like start to go to work or talk on the phone, it's just like a little kid. She's like crazy. Oh, mom, no, you can't talk on the phone. Mom, no, you can't work right now. You gotta do I've seen her do that to you. Oh yeah. She's like dead asleep right now, but I would like put her on. You could see her. She's so cute. I just adore her. Her name's Phoebe Buffet. Oh, she should have her own Instagram page by now. I should, I should start her own Instagram. You should. I think you should. Like so much joy as rough as it is having a puppy. Cause you know, they are a lot of work. She's Mm -hmm awesome and just sweet and when she gets in trouble guess who she runs to Me. well i know i know there's another story that you should um tell our nestlers about and it's about how you've adopted miss puss speaking okay. of connecting to animals so um first let me say my husband and i are very allergic to pets and <laughs> one day i was out with my daughter and we were at a rescue and we found this i'm going to tell about this we have two cats so our first cat so we ended up getting Kira. And she didn't really bother us. We were surprised once we brought her home because I had a horrible allergies my entire life. And so did Mike. And she, I'm fine with her. So then um, Rafa, a nice friend, Jeff, one of our really good friends, suddenly passed away. And he had a cat. And his cat's name was Miss Puss. Yeah. And uh, Animal Control collected Miss Puss and took her to their facility and we were like, we got to get Miss Puss. We got to get Miss Puss. And at first I'm like, oh, I'm scared to have two cats because that might make my allergies bad. So I brought her in. And then I knew once she was in our house, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't part with this cat. She was just so amazing and so sweet. And just, and, and honestly, she reminds me of Jeff. Like 
just, mm-hmm. she just has this funny way about her. So anytime she's always, her meow sounds like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll say, hey, you want some food? Yeah. <laughs> she's so cute and she's really fat and I love fat yeah. cats. Yeah, I love some of the big news where she's kind of like, Job of the Hut position, oh, yeah. Job of the Hutt. And I know Jeff would be like, "Hey, Job of Hut, you know, Job of the Hut." It's just so funny because she's just so fat, and she'll plop down. And Jeff too. I think he had like some stories about her with her kitty litter or just her. Um, he he called them Kit Cats because she would have leave big ones behind. Yeah, I'm like, her, like she's number one, the dirtiest cat. Like her kitty litter, she goes in there; it's everywhere. So we're constantly having to clean that up, and then. She like poops like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> it's, and it's funny. like the kitty litter. I'm like, so I'm always cleaning out her kitty litter. I'm like, oh my gosh, Miss P. <laughs> call her Miss P, but her name really is Miss Puss. I love that. I like that you call her Miss P. That's cool. Yeah, we call her Miss P, but it's so funny. I took her to the vet. <laughs> the vet tech called her Miss Puss. <laughs> Miss Puss. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh my god oh my god you just gave me a flashback there was a wasn't there a oh my god there was a one of those saturday night live actors chris Catan, had a movie where they were in a vet and the um the receptionist it was called poodles and pussies should you like should answer the phone poodles and pussies <laughs> poodles and pussies so um yeah, so it's just been fun. I love to, I love animals, and I have probably we probably all have like a hundred animal stories. There's just something there's something special when you create a bond with an animal like that. And I absolutely feel like I've created bonds with several animals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about Spooky? Oh, may he rest in peace. Yeah. He was my little assassino, my little assassin. Uh, right. Spooky came to me through a really good friend um, that I used to work with. Um, knew that I wanted a cat because um, Patsy I had to put down from old age and Pandora was, was hit by a car mm-hmm. and a little prematurely. And it was interesting because Patsy was the alpha. She was like the mom and kind of run the roost. After she was gone, Pandora got closer to me. It was okay. interesting. And yeah. she was much more affectionate. Yeah. And I enjoyed that. That was very cool to experience, but unfortunately um, um, she, got hit by a car on, you know, and, um, my friend brought me uh, spooky and spooky was a huge cat. He was what you call a Bombay. They're like a cross between like an American black cat and they're just huge, big yeah. green eyes. He was a big boy and he had a couple of little white hairs on his head and his whiskers. So I couldn't tell you, we didn't know how old he was, but, um, uh, he was a, sort of a rescue. Um, he was an outdoor cat in her neighborhood and, um, one of her neighbors would feed all the cats in the neighborhood and he would come over and hang out with my friend, Terry, Terry Ann. And she's like you allergic to cats. And he would come and meet her in the garage and she would feed him and that kind of thing. When she saw that I didn't have a cat anymore, um, she brought him over and he kind of freaked out and he ran across the street. And I live on a busy street um, and um, went into this field and we, we caught him and brought him back and she was very, he was very responsive to her, but um, he calmed down. We left him in my house for a bit and I can't keep a house. I, I, I need to have a cat that's an indoor outdoor cat. And um, 
uh, I let him out in the evening and he uh, went outside and, and my yard is fenced in and he scaled a fence and then he took off and I'm like, okay. And then um, he passed the test. He showed up three days later. Oh, good. And then he was permanent and he's been my personal little asshole. That's how I always refer to him. He's kind of an asshole personality. And we got along. We got along great. He was very persistent. I clockwork every morning because he spent the night out. Sometimes he'll spend the night in. Yeah. Um, but he was so affectionate. He just loved to be on someone's lap obnoxiously. Um, but um, yeah, he would leave me presents like a chewed up mouse. Oh, um, and then one, one day I, I, it was a head just the head on my, on my doormat. And I said, I'll deal with it later. I just stepped over the head because I was late for work. And I came back and I looked at the little head and I realized that wasn't the head of a mouse. It was the head of a squirrel. <laughs> so he had, he got the name assassin, assassino. <laughs> I met him a couple of times. He was really sweet. I love cats though. So. Yeah. He was a good boy. I buried him in the backyard. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. And unfortunately, right at the beginning of COVID, he was my, my neighbor. Um, found him in the street. He just didn't, wasn't fast enough. Um, but what I did appreciate, what I did learn is that he had a relationship with a neighbor that I never got to know two houses down. And he came out and he's like, Hey, I'm sorry. He was my buddy. He would come over while I have a beer and I'd feed him too. And I'm like, you mean you fed him too? <laughs> my neighbor across the street, Danielle, she would feed spooky for me if I went out of town. So he, he had, he was set. No wonder he didn't go anywhere. He got fed two other houses beside mine. He had it. He was a fat cat. Yeah, so, he had a good life. He had a yeah. good life. Oh, yeah. I love, spooky. I love these um, stories. Well, guess what time it is. It's time for a recap. Animal connection. Little lizard. Safety. <laughs> Can I have a kitten on your bed? <laughs> Put it in pie. Pandora. Mini moo. Wormy ass. <laughs> Miss Puss. Oh, poodles and pussies. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.